0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not store up treasures for yourselves on earth where moths and woodworms destroy them, and thieves can break in and steal. But store up treasures for yourselves in heaven, where neither moth nor woodworms destroy them, and thieves cannot break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. It follows that if your eye is sound, your whole body will be filled with light. But if your eye is diseased, your whole body will be all darkness if then the light inside you is darkness what darkness that will be the gospel of the law if we truly understood what we are praying for in prayer which our lord taught us then we should have we should not have any issue accepting his teachings in today's passage. But I guess that if people actually do understand the true meaning of the Lord's Prayer, many may stop praying for fear that he will get what they actually ask for. Yesterday we saw how our Lord taught us to submit to the Father's will, to be contented in only asking for our daily bread instead of a coterie of things. Today's teaching is an answer to that prayer. Our Lord speaks of making a right investment if we wish to make a good and lasting yield. Do not stow up treasures for yourselves on earth where moths and woodworms destroy them and thieves can break in and steal. But store up treasures for yourselves in heaven where neither moth nor woodworms destroy them and thieves cannot break in and steal. It would be foolishness and irresponsible on our part to make little preparations for the future. We are called to be good stewards of the things which God has given us, and we must use them in a way which benefits not only ourselves, but also others. The problem is that many focus on the accumulation of material things and riches which are useful and not evil as an end in itself. Yes, in life we have to make provisions for the future. We Christians, though called to trust God and His providence, are also called to make plans along the way. But we must never forget that our journey doesn't end here on earth, with the death of our material bodies, but it only begins. A Christian's journey doesn't end here with death. Death is a door which conducts us to to our final true journey. And so our Lord challenges us with this fundamental question. Have we made provisions that will guarantee our entrance into our eternal home and will sustain us all through the journey, refreshing our spirits when tired and strengthening our hearts so that we may press on to the end? People will always be anxious about the future because they have invested their intellect and will in unsteady things that pass away. But St. Teresa of Villa reminds us, all things passes, only God remains. Therefore, what counts at death is not how much we have accumulated throughout life, but what spiritual treasures we have stored up to go to heaven. If our hearts are filled with treasures on earth, we will have no room for the lasting treasures of heaven, as our Lord wisely points out. For where your treasure is, There will your heart be also." The avaricious man will always lament the bad investments of his past and will constantly worry about present things, because he lacks the faith to trust in the treasures of heaven. But as Ralph Waldo Emerson said, sorrow looks back, worry looks around, faith looks up. Today here in this shrine let us look at a spiritual treasure which graces are stored up in heaven, although the matter by which it was made would also succumb to the disintegration of a passing world. It is the bronze scapula which the Blessed Virgin conferred upon the Carmelite family through St. Simon's stock. The scapula, traditionally worn around the neck, may appear to be an accessory, but it is actually a piece of clothing it is said that cloth maketh the man or a dress maketh the woman. Those who are totally disinterested in God clothe themselves with jewels and finery to compensate, whether they know it or not, for their inner spiritual poverty. But for those who love God and therefore have souls clothed with the raiment of his grace, need never care about the richness of the external. We see something of the symbolism of this in the traditional clothing of a nun when she makes a religious profession when a ceremony begins, she is dressed in a surpassing beauty and bedecked with jewels like a bride on a wedding day. But once she consecrates herself to God, she clothes herself herself in the poverty-stricken garments of a community, being clothed with the richness of divinity. Why should she concern herself now? with the superficial beauty of the world. There must be something of this symbolism in Mary's gift of the scapula, which was originally a habit. The beauty of the king's daughter is from within. Mary's gift of clothing is just a simple garment, sufficient to cover the traces of original sin in us. But its very simplicity is also a witness to the fact that her own beautiful mantle covers our souls, The scapula bears therefore a double witness to Mary's protection against the ravages of the flesh occasioned by the fall, and to Mary's influence as mediatrix of graces, who covers our souls with the richness of her son's redemption. There exists an extremely close and unbreakable bond between Jesus Christ and his mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary. St. Peter Julian Amart teaches we must never separate Jesus from Mary. We can go to him only to her. Without Mary we shall never find Jesus. It is God who before time began decreed the mystery of the Incarnation and essential to this mystery is Mary, the mother of the Incarnate Word. There is no Incarnation without the Most Holy Mother of God, And there is no such thing as the salvation of souls, the salvation of any soul, without the cooperation of the same Most Holy Mother of God. For this reason, let us draw close to our Blessed Mother. She draws close to Christ and brings Christ to us. Our Lady of Mount Carmel, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.